Yeah. Having a good Clown- time. You're clowning. I hear the music starting. I don't get Chuck Zach's here today. The music so hasn't I- started yet. Yes, the music no, has started. No, it not. And Either so way, I, good afternoon. It is a couple minutes after five. I was making my way over there to begin the presentation when you arrived. Whatever. What are you wearing so, today? So, shirt. I got a Texas Tech bowl game last oh, year. It's very stylish. Well, thank you. Uh-huh. Very nice. They, uh, they beat well, up on an SEC school Like last I said, year. they didn't get much love to Ole Miss on that shirt. Well... Yeah, it's kind of a small <laughs> Just barely there. stuck it on there. It's like they forgot. They printed right. up everything else, and they weren't sure who they yeah, were they playing. They kind of stuck it on Ole Miss last right. year. <laughs> in the bowl game. It, was, it was a typical uh, Big 12 SEC bowl game. Uh, a lot SEC, of points. SEC school didn't care, mm-hmm. so they got beat. That happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of the SEC thing. So I'm reading this, uh, this, this deal today. You're reading something. Yeah. I'm proud of you. We're, we're old Sam. Sam Pittman? Yeah. This big game with BYU coming up this weekend. Yeah. A nationally well, televised game. Well, why wouldn't it be? It's a good matchup. Oh, he's... SEC versus Big 12. See, that's what Sam said. Yeah. Sam was all about Arkansas, yeah, but this is about the honor of the SEC. Well, I hope... Sam's bought in all the way. I mean, that Georgia <laughs> thing that he had the connection. So there's another matchup, SEC Big 12, this week. Does it matter? It's Arkansas. Is it Missouri and somebody? Oh, I don't think cares? there's a couple of SEC who Big 12. Matchups this week. Missouri? Uh, I know. They're not really considered an SEC school. Are they playing Houston? I don't remember who it is, but I think there's a couple of matchups this week in between the two conferences. So uh, I just know that Sam was very all about the, well, uh, the conference. Funny. He should be. I, I think this is a year he's got an opportunity to make some noise. I, I talked to Coach Hall a lot this morning about uh, Arkansas. They're struggling to run the football right now. Uh, their quarterback's playing as well as expected. They're, he's able to throw the ball, but they're not able to establish a running game right now. Well, they're banged up. Well, they, they, Rocket's got a bad yeah. toe, and that's going to be problematic because those turf toes tend not to heal. Can't lift off with a bad and, toe and if you're so, uh, That's a little uh, problematic. They've got these two offensive tackles they're trying to replace, and uh, – while their pass, Peter's got any eligibility left? Yeah. He seems to be playing everywhere else. Their pass blocking has been adequate. They haven't run, really been able to get any push with the offensive line. And so uh, that's the biggest thing I'm seeing out of Arkansas right now. I really had high hopes for them this year. I didn't realize Sanders' injury was as problematic as yes. it is. Well, I was expecting bigger than, what, they went 26 to 8 or something? Yeah. Last week, twenty-four well, to six. It was not a. Yeah, it was twenty-six to seven. But the not a, well. Yeah, but you expect and, uh, Kent State, who got no, crushed by UCF. I, I agree. It's not a good Kent State team. It's a typical buy your win, and, and it was a disappointing win for the Razorbacks. But that said, uh, I'm more worried about the running game right now than anything. And so, well, uh, they got another week to get healthy. Yeah. BYU, they'll probably run all over. I would think. BYU's not very they good start, right now. Well, they got Aggies next week? Something like that. It's yeah. about that time. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's the one I'm more worried about. Surely they can handle up on BYU. They didn't have any problem with them last year. No, they killed them last Shouldn't year. Shouldn't have any problem yeah. with them this year. I would think. So we, I, we run into a hog talk before. I know. Weezy usually prompts our hog no, talk. No, no, not Weezy. Your son, Weezy, uh, typically usually. prompts. 
Or hog tough. You know, he sent me a thing the other day as the Packers were beating up on the Bears. And, of course, he did Packers for the Super Bowl. And I said, I, I, I would go with that. And I add, Arkansas will win the Natty. He said I beat him to it, that he was about to say that too. Really? So I don't really see that, but I, I, I really thought – Kool-Aid's really strong. I really thought Arkansas could compete in the West this year. I thought they could beat A&M. Well, they uh, might. I thought – well, and I'm not saying they're not, but I'm, I'm concerned that Rocket Sanders was a big part of what I thought they were going to have going this year. I'm, I'm not buying eight or nine wins. I think six. See, I was. I was uh, – I'm just – I'm, I'm not they had a tougher schedule, I think, than people realize. Well, next they, year they, they got a tough schedule. This year they've right? got some games that once but you see, start in conference, it's a. I'm it's not a tough in run. love with Auburn. I'm not in love. No, I'm with not. Yeah, well, but see, Ole Miss and Arkansas usually play tough. Yeah, I agree. And Arkansas I usually agree. Play it's going to be tough. But I, I'm not in love with Mississippi State. I'm not in love with Auburn. I, uh, Missouri in love with Missouri. Well, Missouri's in the East, aren't they? But they usually get Missouri <laughs> at the end of the, yeah, they, the, end of the year. They usually, that's their natural rival. That's right. But, um, I, no, I'm not in love with Missouri. I, I really thought this was an Arkansas team that could make some hay in the last year of the West, and they might. But yeah. I'm not convinced yet. Yeah, but the ability to run the football with Sam Pittman as a coach is problematic. This is not the Big Twelve. You have to be able to run yes. the football. Yes. Yeah. Well, if you're Sam Pittman, you definitely. Enos, now, Enos is showed it on Saturday. He's willing to run his quarterback as his primary runner, and he's going to have to. He's never going until Rocket Sanders' toe gets better and those offensive tackles get it figured out. And so I like that about Dan Enos. He's 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 a guy who's not afraid. To, to run his quarterback. He, he's going to have to. Yes, he is. Now, obviously, you didn't want to do it a lot, but in the second half, they had to a couple times, which wasn't a good sign, but they just didn't have any other running game. But nope. K.J. Jefferson right now is their best option running the football. And maybe the best quarterback in the conference. Oh, I don't disagree we with that. We start having he's that conversation. Top. Yeah, I think he's one of the top yeah. uh, quarterbacks in the entire conference. The problem is, do they have anything else around him? The Rocket hurt. Had, yeah, with, with Rocket hurt, this offense struggles. So. I had high hope that play action would make KJ's job easier. Yeah. And, you know, since they lost the Burks kid a couple of years ago, they don't have that guy. You know, the Burks kid two years ago was really that guy. He was a premier receiver. And he should have stayed in college as long as he could because they can't get him a quarterback who can throw to him in the NFL, well, and he can't stay healthy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But all that said was he was a, a really good receiver. He was a great receiver. And so uh, I, I haven't seen that guy yet. No, and, and I, it may be part of the M.O. of trying to recruit the way they do. Wisconsin never had great receivers. Because you were a running team. You got offensive linemen, you got running backs. You got tight ends. But you didn't get I think Arkansas has got that same kind of thing. You're going to get running backs and you're going to get linemen, and especially with Sam. And they're going to get tight ends. And especially with Sam's you know, lineage about offensive line coaching yes. at Georgia, he's got the, he knows what he's looking for. Those guys know he can take care of them. They'll come to Arkansas. They'll get a chance to play at the next level. And even having Kendall. Bryles, when he was here, I don't think convinced wide receivers, you know, they're going to throw the football a bunch and I'm going to get featured. 
even having KJ, when he graduates, what's next? Do we have the guy next? Because do we we, we we got a receiver to throw to? The good thing now is you don't have to have the guy next. You've got the portal. You can go well, get somebody else's backup. That's true. But I think you want to grow receivers. You know, it's interesting. Did you read the piece today in uh, on ESPN.com about the backup quarterbacks? I, I saw it. I didn't read it. Well, a lot of the You're th- talking about the NFL yeah, article. A yeah. lot of the theme of it was most quarterbacks want to play. They don't want to sit. Sure. Uh, they, they listed, you know, Chase Daniels made, 40, Chase Daniels made $41 million. And other than Trey Lance, he's been paid more per pass than anybody that's ever played in the league. Good life if you can get it. But they interviewed several of these lifer backups, and they all said, we want to play. Right. That's why the one guy, uh, who was it this year, that went to the XFL or, or uh, one of the leagues for sixty grand because he was tired of not playing. He wanted his kids to see him play. So, right. like, he'd been around for a dozen years as a backup, but went and took a $60,000 a year job just because he wanted his kids to see him play and he wanted to play some football again. Well, when you've made enough money, you can make yeah. that move. If you're second year in your career, you no, probably you can't. can't. No, you, but if you're on the second contract, yeah, you got to well, This guy had been on three four contracts two years. You can make that move. But he, he just said he wanted to play. Right. And that's why I say the portal gives you a chance to go get a quarterback because there are lots of Hudson cards out there that just want to play. Right. Hudson Carter's in a great situation. He was living the life. I got to think, even as the first string quarterback at the University of Texas, Hudson was still. Um, oh, sure. Yeah. But, you know, who's yeah. the kid that went from uh, uh, Oklahoma to South Carolina? Uh, yeah, Spencer you know, Rattler. Spencer Rattler. Yeah. I mean, this was a perfect example. Yeah. Guy who was highly touted, a potential number one pick in the draft. But he wants to play. Didn't have a great sophomore year, freshman year, whatever it was. Decided to go into the portal and move over to South Carolina. Hung around for another year yeah. to try to get more playing time and get a chance to play. You can find a well, guy. That's, that's you can find a guy. If you were Arkansas, would you have taken Spencer Rattler in a heartbeat? Probably. In a heartbeat. Taking JT Daniels in a heartbeat. Didn't have KJ Jefferson. Exactly. And, and that's what I'm saying. If you're Arkansas, there's no real panic if you don't think you have the guy in the pipeline because you can go find the guy in well, the pipeline. But see, here's my other point of that: bringing the guy in the pipeline through the portal for a year, you can maybe once in a while get lucky and strike gold. But you're asking a guy to try to learn a system and learn a team, and you're only going to do it in one 12- or 15-week window, and then you're gone. There's usually a reason they're leaving somewhere else. Well, they didn't beat the other guy No, out. that's right. But, and but maybe they didn't live up to the hot. But in the case the of didn't. Well, but in the case of Texas, any one of those quarterbacks would have been welcome oh, to come into yeah. Arkansas. Yeah. Had KJ not been here, yeah. every one of those guys would have been There's a guy. There's a guy out there that if they don't have one in the pipeline, yeah, I'm not. That's not my worry for this Arkansas team. My worry my, is finding receivers. My worry for this Arkansas team is get the running game going, well, which makes your receivers look better. Yeah. All right, we're gonna take a break. It's about 13 after five, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan 107.9. We got to take a, a quick timeout. We'll turn it around and come right back again here on the fan. You stick around. We're coming right back.
as perfect as nature itself. That's pure gold. Michelob Ultra Pure the first national USDA certified organic beer. Organic by nature. Enjoy responsibly 2020 Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Pure Gold, St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, come Fire ants are on the march. Stop them dead in their tracks with Lawrence Pest Control's one-time annual fire ant treatment plan. They are so confident in their treatment plan, it comes with a one-year warranty. Any size property, no job too large, no job too small. Human-friendly, pet-friendly, problem-solved, fast, quick, and easy. Check it out at www.lawrencepest.com. In this up-and-down economy, with a sense of protecting every penny you worked so hard for to achieve the all-American dream, let Stuart Title with over 150 years title experience handle every step of the closing process to give you peace of mind. The vast resources and customer experience is second to none. If it's your first house, commercial real estate transaction, or refinance, Stuart Title Texarkana will provide that peace of mind. Call 903-832-3720 to schedule your time today. scared. Help me say goodbye to my dad. You were an example for me. You gave me strength when I thought I had none left. I couldn't tell you then, but I want to say thank you, all of you, for everything. Thank you to the physicians, nurses, and others working in America's hospitals and health systems. A message from the American Hospital Association, American Medical Association, and American Nurses Association. This is Leaving the Yard with Zach and the Professor on 1079 The Fan, presented by Liberty Idol ISD and our studio sponsor, Eagle Distributing. All righty, welcome back. 16 after 5, Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor here on The Fan 1079. What are you grinning about? Just thinking if there's more of me. Just think if there's a whole Cloning you? Yeah. Nobody wants to clone you. What was that multiplicity movie years ago with Michael Keaton before he became a big uh, celebrated star? Yeah. Multiplicity. Think of Zach and the Professors. (laughs) (laughs) Just the thought of it's going to give me nightmares. (laughs) All these years are just the thought of it's going to give me nightmares. Yeah. (laughs) It's like the Matrix. It was the second (laughs) Matrix movie where. uh, Mr. Uh, Anders, no, who's the who's no, the guy? No, you know, I don't watch sci-fi. You ought to watch the the Matrix. It's anyway, science fiction. That's they were all coming at him at one time. Okay, sci-fi stuff. You and sci-fi guy. Whatever. So anyway, since you threw that uh, multiplicity crap out there, we are uh, we're negotiating keeping this thing going. You're not. You're gone. <laughs> Your butt's <laughs> after tomorrow. <laughs> but. Uh, Instead of multiple professors, you've really just had one of those things that they... Uh, a fraction? Yeah, just yeah. a part of the professor. Yeah, that's... means. Gross. <laughs> anyway, we're having this negotiation about this, so... It's possible. It's 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 on the other side of 50% that we'll, uh, we'll keep this going. Ooh. I don't know about it. Excited. Well, I don't know why. You're gone. What do you care? No. <laughs> It sounds better. If you start happy hour about three, it'll sound really good by five. I'm telling you. Just. Drink till 
Uh, I, I know how many I know how many times you had one before six fifteen. How about that? Oh, once or twice. Wow, whatever. So, yes, I am. For those so for those of you who are listeners to the show, well, well that's good news. I'm excited. We're 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 talking, yeah. as the kids would say. We're talking. Ah, I like that. Yeah, we're, we're possibly relationship. Not in a relationship. We're, we're just, just talking. Uh, but anyway. Need a, just want to represent you to negotiate for Really? That's what I need? <laughs> I, I can uh, I can take care of you there. You can? Yeah. Wow. You, you need someone a stranger. Wow. Yeah, that's what I need. <laughs> need a street lawyer. <laughs> I get a couple of those guys. I can get you taken care of there. Mm, street walker. I need something like that. Well, that's not me. Uh-huh. I'm in the mall. <laughs> <laughs> you are the mall walker. Walk in the street, you get run over out there. You know, I got you get run over in the mall. I got pulled over by the uh, Wake Village policeman for uh, walking on the wrong side of the road and got towed to go on the other side of the road. You are a rebel. You know that. <laughs> I thought they caught the. I know the Nash policeman. Well, that makes more sense. <laughs> but, the uh, you got to get on the other side over there. And wow. So, yeah. Did he stop traffic to let you no, cross? No, there was no traffic. That's why I was walking on that street. <laughs> Anywho. So, we'll, we'll have more maybe tomorrow about it. But uh, I reached out to Big Time about tomorrow? Uh, no. Big Time. <laughs> yeah, he's out of town tomorrow. Hey, that's he's, who he is. He's on the road tomorrow. He's what? next week, man. How fitting is it? That big time, big time, Joe Nils. Um, it's completely <laughs> not just acceptable; it's expected. Yes, honestly, I agree one hundred percent. should be. They are indeed. Anywho, uh, Ranger fans, Ugh. boy, That's you can't stand prosperity. Well, it hadn't been that prosperous. Obviously, they've won three or four games in a row. Four now. The the loss of uh, I'm. Take for granted, people have heard, but if you haven't heard, it was announced this afternoon. Yep. Max Scherzer's probably not coming back this year. He's probably done for the year, and that's. It may be deep in the playoffs if they got that yeah. far that he would he might be available yeah. again, but uh, he's on the shelf for an extended period. Now, what was the uh, what was the final diagnosis they gave us? Strain? Yeah, something in that tricep. I don't, I don't know what know. that whole thing is you're doing right there. I'm just that whole. Uh, Your old T Rex from there. Here's the deal. I feel the opposite about the Rangers that I felt about the Mavericks last spring. Okay. How'd you feel about the Mavericks? Well, last spring, it got to a point where they really couldn't compete in the playoffs. They weren't going to be competitive in the playoffs. playoffs. And so it was in their interest and, and I know the NBA announced today that they've changed some rules and we'll come back today oh, yeah. we'll come back and on setting players but I really thought it was in the best interest of the Mavericks last year to A screw the Knicks who had screwed them over <laughs> and B uh, uh, first round draft choice right. this year going to the tank as they didn't invent it they you know they may have taken it but, nah, I took advantage yeah. of it but I think for the Rangers, Chuck, the 
be able to compete hard. Yeah, they are. Or try to get in the playoffs. They are. And try to win a World Card game or try to win a series or something. I don't think they can compete without Scherzer. Scherzer gave them that bulldog, give me the ball, give me three starts in a seven-game series mindset. And could match up with any ace in the American yes. League. And, and just get, get by on guys. Right, Nazi sure. didn't have his best stuff and, and get you to the sixth or seventh and you know, then you just it's risky, I know. But all that said, he's that guy. Yeah, he's the quality start guy. That guy's not on the roster now. Well I don't know if he's not on the roster. Who's there? Uh, Montgomery has been very impressive. He's over. Very impressive. I like Montgomery. He would have been a very nice number two starter in a playoff series. I get it. But you don't have that option now. You got to be the not one. That guy. He's not. Yeah, but the we guy. don't know. Has he ever been in the city? I will say this. I think they have enough sticks. If they get everybody healthy at playoff time, if they get in on a good note, don't just back in and get a matchup that works yeah, for them. Maybe a matchup that yeah. works for them because they can hit the ball. This sure. is a team that can hit the ball, and so I would. I really want them to compete hard because they don't have as a team playoff experience and I think anything they might get this year helps them a year from now and so no I'm I feel the exact opposite about this team that I felt about the Mavericks last spring I I thought it was the move to make when the Mavericks waved the white flag yeah no no I get it this is not a team no. without their star pitcher that should wave the white flag they should battle battle hard try to get in when they get in try to win and, and understand they're probably a little undermanned this year with pitching. Well, I don't think Bruce Bochy would wave the white flag no, anyway. I don't think he he'd, ever, that guy. he'd ever let that team go, ah, you know what, we're better off just yeah. not getting in. Uh, and I don't see there's an advantage of not getting in. No, I get the NBA, one of those first dozen picks got you the chance to yeah. get to the first pick. Sure. In baseball, you're going to be locked in. You're going to be somewhere around the 20th pick. <laughs> Bruce Bochy has a cachet with this ownership that Jason Kidd didn't have with Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban doesn't make all the basketball decisions, but at the same time, he decides who the coach is. Bruce Bochy has more cachet than anybody in that organization right now. Uh, and he young, ought to. Young yeah, no, it. and he ought to. Yeah, he does. And so... He's got the pelts on the wall to prove yeah, it. Right. And so he doesn't have to say, cower down to management and say, whatever. He can say, oh, I'll go to the house. Somebody else will hire me if you don't want to. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And if they wouldn't have before, yeah, he wouldn't have Nope. So. But it's disappointing to hear Scherzer's done for the regular season. Now, with 18, I think, games left, and he had a start last night, you probably would have talked about three more starts. Four, depending on how the rest looks, but three starts for sure. So you've got three starts of his you aren't going to have now. You're in the playoff window again right now. You've moved ahead of Toronto. Yeah. You're ahead of Seattle. You're in the second spot right now. Houston's struggling a little right now, too. Houston's struggling a bit. Um, you don't have chances to do head-to-head with Houston, no. but you do with the others. Um, but you you would not see Houston would drop to this week to the lowly A's. You know what? The A's have... They keep showing up. Yeah, I, they do. I got to give a lot of credit to those guys in Oakland. That's a franchise that is just horrific. 
Their management's been horrific. Their ownership has been horrific. They're getting out of town, and they can't get out soon enough. There's a bunch of young guys that probably wouldn't make most Major League rosters because they're cheap. And yet the A's have battled all the way to the end here for a team that really has nothing to play for. Those guys keep showing up. They gave the Rangers all they wanted this past weekend. They've given the Astros all they want this week. They gave Seattle last week. They're nuts. They get blown out because they're not very good. But there are other nuts. They're scrappy. And no, they are hard. scrappy. Yeah. And, and, and tip your hat to them. Because there are, there, are, there are certainly franchises that would roll over and let contenders take the sweep yeah. of them. And they have not yeah. done that. They have helped or hurt every one of the contenders in the West. They've hurt Seattle, they've hurt Houston, they've hurt Texas, helping the other two while hurting each one. They, they've, you know, nothing to be ashamed of. It's not a bunch of high-paid guys. No. They're guys that next year want to get invited to yeah. somebody's they're camp. they're looking for a camp. Yeah. They're looking for a job. Uh, they're not a bunch of big guaranteed contracts no. like, say, California. Yeah. Yeah. All right, it's 27 after. Go take a break. Leaving the yard, Zach and the Professor here on the fan 107.9. We've teased about the NBA. We'll come back and uh, throw that out there because the NBA is uh, laying down the law. Laying down the law. This is aimed at Pop and the Clippers and a handful of others. Oh, they need that. They need money. The Fan is the home of Texas high school football every Friday night. Never miss a touchdown from Tiger Stadium at Grimm Park and from the road. Texas Tigers football is brought to you by Red River Credit Union, M-Tech Electronic Services, Offenhauser Insurance, Rocket Fast Car Wash, Liberty Ilo, ISD, and Texarkana Emergency Center. And if you're out of town, you can catch the Tigers on the Texarkana Radio Center app or online at 1079thefan.com. I'm Rex Nelson. As a native Arkansan, I take pride in our state's natural beauty. And as someone who has been in all 75 counties, I've seen how prevalent litter is across our state. It's time for people to clean up our state for those who live here and to enhance Arkansas's image for those wanting to visit. Let's clean up Arkansas. Visit KeepArkansasBeautiful.com to do your part and get involved. This message brought to you by this station, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association, and the Keep Arkansas Beautiful Commission. A California school paid $100,000 to a mom because her daughter was socially transitioned to a boy without parental knowledge or consent. The school usurped parental rights and she took legal action while her daughter decided to re-identify as a girl. Adults are free to experiment with gender, but society should stop confusing kids and encourage them to embrace the gender God gave them at birth. I'm Pastor John Miller. Visit me at churchontherock.org. I'm Ethan Hawk, native Texan, here to talk to you about Texan icons. See, there's one Texas icon that does more for us than any other, a little trash barrel named Daryl. You've seen him on billboards and TV. This trash barrel reminds us to keep our state clean so you don't mess with Texas. Next time you think of Texas icons, remember Daryl the Barrel, who's always reminding you, don't mess with Texas means don't litter. Brought to you by the Texas Department of Transportation. Leaving the yard on 1079, the fan is presented by Liberty Isle IST and our studio sponsor, Eagle Distributing. Now, back to Zach and the Professor. 
Welcome back. 5.30, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 107.9. Tomorrow, uh, Chop hanging out tomorrow? Yep, our last show together. I've uh, really appreciated Chop down through the years. He's he's kind of like me. He's ready to hang it up, too. <laughs> so this is working out well. It is. That's for, good timing. For him and I both. Well, well Chop's got a couple years on me. So uh, he, when I told him I was... Uh, up. He was, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to do so too. So he's, uh, I've got a soft commit from him to do baseball with me. Oh, really? So we'll see if he actually will, will live up to That'd that. That'd be cool. I said soft, a soft commit. Yeah. When I threw it out there, he didn't say no, yeah. which I'm making. A chap will know everybody's family history and who their uncle oh, was and their cousin good. was. Yeah, he may not, uh, you know, uh, be as on baseball as he is on football. He's really a football guy. Yeah, no, I get is. It. But he'll know everybody over in LA and who their kinfolk was and their history. That's that's what Chop It's always bring. good to know. Yeah. We'll forget to, uh, tomorrow as well, Thursday. Picks of righteousness. Are we getting a three for Thursday? Are we getting one last nah, three for Thursday? Nah, I don't what? Know. I, I, I'm busy. I'm getting what have you got Put uh, price tags on everything. Really? Putting some of my stuff. <laughs> Lucky you didn't put one on you. <laughs> no, I don't she think going on that dog yet? Uh, we think we may have a home for what? the What? So we may be moving out to the country. I don't like the sound of that. Yeah. That doesn't sound right. I got chastised this week by a woman on the internet on social media. Again? The game was over the other night. Okay. I put a post up about Sark. Okay. I figured it to find a home for my dog Sark. Right. Then immediately after the Texas went oh, over Alabama. Bunch of the Horn fans got goodwill for Sark. I, I posted immediately. Yeah. Nice temperament. Uh, dog. Yeah. Can engineer uh, road victories. Nice. I'm selling him. He's a be all dog. Free to a good home. Well, very kind. I hope you find a great looking dog. Yeah, I hope yeah. you find a place. It's overpriced, though. And people like, well, can't you take your dog? Like, we bought a townhouse. He's an outside dog. Well, somebody in Oklahoma who I don't know and never known went off on me about an outside dog can be an inside dog. Oh, well, that's true. I'm like thinking to myself, I will bring you this big shed knucklehead up to the house, and you can make him inside dog. I'll be happy to drive him to you, ma'am. But I didn't say that because I know I grew up in the country. We view dogs as animals and uh, as pets, not as humans. And so, what are you trying to say? Pe- people today view dogs differently. God bless them. That's your deal. If if you snuggle up with your pup every night, I'm not here to judge you. But my dog <laughs> is a dog, <laughs> and he's an outside dog. Okay, and uh, I I don't think it's right to put him in a house and all. What I'm, about dog house? He's got a dog house. Okay. He goes in and out of. All right, so that house he can yeah, be in. Yeah, all right. But I don't think. You know, I think a big old knucklehead dog ought to be free to roam around, and that's why I'm glad that Sark uh, is free to roam around the countryside, hopefully soon. And 
So yeah. you're not kicking him out of the car, are you? No, 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 no. Our right. actual family out of the country is right. to try him, see how he gets along with their try dog. Him. We got another dog. Oh. We're gonna see if he gets along with them at all. Oh, he's a he's so, a fine dog. Get this art. Well, he doesn't hit the bottle. That's <laughs> he does not. Not yet. He's relatively inexpensive dog food. Really? Yeah. And you let uh, him catch his own out in the country. Yeah. You catch so, a squirrel. That's fine with me. I don't yeah. care. I don't see him doing that. He, we got chickens <laughs> roaming in the next to us. He's never made a move. He doesn't well, like chicken. Well, I think if you find it and delivered it, <laughs> but he's not going to make the effort to go get one. Well, so, you, you need to see he needs delivery, not takeout. Yeah, no, but yeah. He's, he's a good dog. One, one person actually reached out to me and then found out he was a. Uh, a uh, Staffordshire and said, well, we can't have, you know, a mean old Staffordshire. He's not mean. <laughs> I know. I he's a big baby. <laughs> I know. He's scared of his own shadow. Yeah. That's why he's a big baby. Yeah. I think I may have a home for something. Well, there you go. Otherwise, he'd be living in a townhouse. Well, he's not living in a townhouse. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it might be Oklahoma's got one. Be tied up outside the townhouse. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we uh, we teased about the NBA before. the uh, The association has decided that, and really, uh, Pop started this a few years ago. Yes, of uh, sitting star players in the midst, especially of uh, extended road trips, to be able to get superstar players a little additional time off to make them more playoff ready. And the real, and, and I disagree with that statement. Which part of that? I think Pop figured out there are times to choose your losses. Sure. Yeah. It's not like you don't have any chance to win. It's just you pick the matchups. You pick when you want to rest your guy and take an L. And if you're playing a quality opponent – Maybe you take an L that night. Maybe it's going to be a tough one anyway. If your guy went out there and gave you 42 minutes, you might not win. So why not give him a night off? Tomorrow night we play a lesser team. We get the W. And so it's really kind of more about picking your losses versus we're resting you for the playoffs. Well, I don't know that you, I th- I think somewhere in there is still load management, which is really what this is about. How many minutes up and down the court it do you Management. to run. It is about load management, but it's orchestrating wins and losses. Well, see, I don't. Yeah, it is, Chuck. What is it? What is it for for teams on the top end of the of their respective conferences at the time? San Antonio. Yeah, we can look at Milwaukee where they've set Giannis at times and said, you know, we're going to let him rest his knees. I managing the losses. For those teams, doesn't really matter much because the regular season doesn't matter much to them. I think sitting matters a lot. Uh, I think if you're at the top of the conference, a loss or two here or there doesn't matter if, a whole if you're lot. At the top, yes. Right. If you're at the top, you have no control below. I get that. Right. You make the Giannis argument. Man, I can see that. If you're expecting to finish at the top of your conference, right. I get that. Sure. But that's not what. Pop was always been. Pop was typically picking his wins and losses. Well, he, however you want to look at it, the NBA didn't look kindly upon the fact that when 
when, when fans plunked down season ticket money or bought tickets for games, not season ticket, but you bought you bought tickets to a game expecting to see the Spurs. This is what this is about. Oh, I think it's very much about the TV yeah, revenue, and it's, it's about the fans. TV. It's sure. about TV is getting tired of Ernie and Chuck and Kenny and Shaq showing up and the biggest names in the game. Right, and Kawhi and, and Paul George aren't playing that yeah. night. And therein lies part of the problem. That however you want to look at it, whether it's the fans who paid money, good money, to yeah. see visiting teams come in and their players aren't playing that night because of load management, or because TV's lined out these games of the week or game of the night that then it turns out the star players aren't playing and the matchup isn't nearly as attractive as you thought it was going to be. However you want to work it, the NBA is saying, not going to let you do that anymore. Yeah. So well, if you've got players that have... No, you can still do it. Well, you can do it, but they've got some rules. Yes. If you've got players who are in the last three years have been all-stars... Or all-NBA. Or all-NBA... You cannot sit more than one of them at a time without having to incur a fine. If it's a certain level TV game. Right. Not a TV game because all games, games, but if it is a certain level TV game, you can't set both your stars. You can set one. Right. But you can't set both your stars. Right. Because those are the teams that are getting most of the TV games. Right. Are these guys with multiple, these teams with multiple stars. Right. And uh, so, but all they've done is just increase the price. The price of what? The fine. You, you can. It's a million. It's a million. You can still do it. Yeah, but it's going to cost a million dollars. Well, and and teams will do this. I got a back injury. My knees are tired. Whatever you're, whatever you're. I don't know if you can get away with knees, but you can get away with back. Quarter, and they're going to sit. Or they can do that. That's going to be the way around it. Yeah. They're going to pay, play them a quarter, and they're going to set them. Now, the, the funny part of this is... Which I'm fine with for that fan that paid. For that fan that paid for that ticket that drove the kid, you know, into town from outside of the city. And he got to see LeBron play. For a quarter. Sure. I'm fine with that. That's, that's a better deal than to have the night completely off. But it doesn't help TV any. No. But this, this is going to be what happens. Uh, TV will get the matchup for a quarter, and that's it. As long as it's the fourth quarter. Because nobody really watches the first quarter anyway. Well, it's the fourth quarter. If it was my preference, that's how I wish the league would approach it. Yeah. That, hey, you were in this game. Right. You were down by eight going in the fourth. Get his butt up. Get that's him right. loose. That's right. But the first time one of them's not loose and gets hurt... Well, and, and part of this, I think, is going to drag back to the NBA about how they make up the schedule. Yeah. We, we typically saw where teams were piling a bunch of games in a small window that you, you could justify, yeah. i got to sit my better players because we've, asked, we've asked to play back-to-back or three times in five yeah. nights or whatever it is. That's an awful lot of up and down the court for guys that are playing a lot of minutes you got to do something to alleviate what you want to be a run in May and June playing in March yeah. when those games aren't necessarily that important. Yeah. I was a, a buyer of tickets. I never buy a ticket to see a star player come to town in the last two or three weeks of the season. I just don't. I just 
I tell myself if it gets to be game day and that team's still it, I'll look for something in the secondary market. Okay. But I'm not going to buy ahead of time for a guy that I expect to play late in the year. What about concert ticket? You buy some of those early? Boy, I got a story to tell you at the oh, you, you told me one already about uh, this. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> I know it is. Uh, it's gotten funny, huh? It is. <laughs> we will take a break early then because I want to hear yeah. this story. It's yeah. about 18 minutes whoops, until uh, uh, 6 o'clock. I had that stupid weather lined up in the wrong spot. I apologize for that, but we'll do a quick break. We'll come right back. Leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan 1079. Back for last segment next. of the lung, breast, prostate, and colon are the leading cause of cancer deaths. Yet simple screenings can save lives, helping doctors find and treat cancer early. If you have a family history of cancer, you need to start screenings even earlier because cancer screenings can never come too soon, only too late. To learn more, visit cancer.uams.edu. Sponsored by this station, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association and UAMS. When you look local first, you help local businesses grow and employ more locals, providing direct benefits to our local economy. You know the scoreboard is your place to get all your screen printing done. But did you know they now do in-house embroidery on caps, jackets, shirts, or bags for your business, school, church, or even personal needs? Call the scoreboard on College Drive or online at scoreboardtxk.com. Sometimes in life, a moment in time alters your whole life and forever changes the road ahead. No matter what, we are your good neighbor. Always have been and always will be. This is State Farm Agent Derek McGarry. Please call us at 903-831-2000 or visit us at DerekIsMyAgent.com. Hometown Hardware in Clarksville is the best place to find everything you need to finish that honey-do list. With Milwaukee tools, Frigidaire appliances, and all your fishing gear. 1008 East Main in Clarksville. Hometown Hardware, where our home is your home. To help your local business community grow, go to LookLocalFirst.com and click on Texarkana. What's going on in the Twin Cities? It's the fans community calendar. Hands on Texarkana is asking you to extend your hand to help seniors live a better life. Your donation helps continue services provided through the Senior Transportation Program. It provides rides to critical doctor's appointments, box delivery, help stretch seniors' income, and make ends meet. Donate to Hands on Texarkana, 1915 Olive Street, Texarkana, Texas. You're listening to Leaving the Yard on 1079 The Fan. Brought to you by Liberty Ilo ISD and our studio sponsor, Eagle Distributing. All right, welcome back. I'll tell you what, you're leaving and, and oh, Derek's back in the building again. I don't know what's going on there. The dog is home. The dog is home. That dog going hunt. <laughs> He's back. Oh, yeah. The big dog is back. He's back in the house. We yeah. got dog out of the house. Yeah. We got another one in They're the house. Down on 104 there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, K-Toy. 
So, the man in the evening. Isn't that the truth? Derek the comedian. He's a funny man. He is funny. That's what I said. He's yeah. a funny man. All right. Um, the uh, Aaron Rodgers fallout continues. There was a uh, a piece today about is this the worst injury, the worst injury for a team that we've seen in, in the modern era in the NFL? Well, it's certainly anytime you lose one of these top-level quarterbacks – um, you get this. Now, I would say this. Zach Wilson is as prepared as a Matt Castle ever was. Sure. For when Brady got hurt week Brady one. Got oh, hurt eight. Yep. Early. yep, yep. And so he was a first-round draft pick. Certainly hasn't panned out. He hasn't been what they had hoped. But he's still a first-round draft pick, early first-round draft pick. And he's making – a nice little salary for a rookie contract. And they got a pretty good team built around. They've got a good team. So I don't know if it's the and, worst. And that Patriot team went 11 and 5 yeah. that year. So they they made yeah. the playoffs. I don't know that this is the worst injury ever uh to beset a team, but it's a bad injury. I thought about 3 of them. And all 3 of them ended up okay. And that was one, Brady in 08. Bob Greasy breaks his ankle week yeah. 5. Yeah, Earl Moore. Stepped in, completed an undefeated season. Dolphins in 72, go 14-0, and hence 17-0 and when yeah. Greasy comes back. Here's your quarterback, broken ankle, yeah. didn't lose a step. The third one was Trent Green. Yeah. As the Rams are building this team, Trent Green is the, the guy, and he ends up tearing yeah. up his leg. Oh, I don't know. They find some guy, Kurt Warner, that was sitting yeah. on the bench, and they win. Turns out, Kurt Warner was the better player. Yeah, but, but not at the moment. I watched a piece again today about it, and I'm watching the the coaching staff, Dick Vermeil and that coaching staff, when Trent Green went down. And he says in the middle of this piece, you know, I got to go in that locker room and I got to convince this team that they still have a chance to win without the guy yeah. that we believed had but, every but, every hope of us getting to the Super Bowl. Green does I mean, he was being backed up by a Hall of Famer. Trent Green was no Hall of Famer. We didn't know there was a Hall of Famer. It was a guy working originally. He is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yes. Aaron Rodgers, Hall of Fame quarterback. Yes. Bob Greasy, Hall of Fame quarterback. Bob Greasy, Hall of Fame. Those I'll give you. I'm not going to give you Trent Green. No, I, I, but my point is, Every one of those devastating quarterback losses where teams early in the year believe this is our guy and we can't win without this guy, all won without that yeah. guy. Two of them won the Super well, Bowl. You, you ask Cliff Kingsbury right now, if you lose your quarterback, what happens? Well. It's I, I, it's devastating to lose your playmaking quarterback. And if the Chiefs were to lose Mahomes tomorrow, oh. they'd be a fighter ball club. Maybe not. Even Maybe that. not even that. Yeah, I'm just telling you, this is a devastating loss. Is it the worst ever? Certainly, you could make some arguments for a couple of those you brought yeah. up. But uh, yeah, because Earl, even though he had had success in Baltimore, I don't think people considered him to be an elite quarterback. Oh no, he was no. There was a reason he was the backup guy. That's right, the old man backup yeah. guy. Yeah, they just needed a yeah. guy when Greasy. You know, yeah. couldn't take snaps, and unfortunately, yeah. his ankle snapped. Yeah. But anyway, Cowboys get lucky. They don't see Aaron Rodgers this week. No, it's you're right. That's a big deal. And 
even if Zach Wilson gets rolling, they don't seem a month from now or two months from now no. when all the work has gone into him. Right. He, he still didn't get a lot of quality snaps in practices. Now he got some preseason games, but I'm just saying putting in game plans for him no and i don't know you know you mentioned the timing of this i don't know that this isn't actually pretty good timing for zach wilson having come off gotten a lot of snaps during preseason now granted you expected aaron was going to be the guy and the last week in particular he got all the snaps that mattered but i would bet you the first two three weeks of the preseason they were probably splitting the snaps pretty equally well he was with the a group that's right which gives the Cowboys video to watch. Yeah. No, it <laughs> does. So, yeah, it does. And he played a lot the last year. Yep. And so there's more video to watch. So yep. This is a guy who the Cowboys had plenty of video on. Oh, yeah. A week to prepare for him. And so I, I still think this is the best time to get him. I wouldn't want to get him a month from now if he fi- starts figuring things out. Micah Parsons made it a uh, point to talk about just how poorly the Giants handled Sunday night, and that they left Daniel Jones out there to take a four-quarter whipping Which by the Cowboy defense. Which is funny to me. This is funny to me, and I, I don't disagree with him. But I'm sitting there Sunday night going, why is Michael Parsons still in the game? Right. Why is Michael Parsons on the field? No question. There's no need nope. in the fourth quarter for 11 to be out there because 11 doesn't have a motor that runs half speed. No. Nope. 11's on full speed, and I didn't want him on the field. I'd rather have had Dak on the field because he's like hitting the ball, the ball off. Right. I don't want Michael Parsons out there who doesn't know how to turn it off. Right. And it, when I read this today, and I saw, I agree that you shouldn't have a hundred sixty million dollar quarterback out there in the fourth quarter on a wet field, trailing forty to nothing, just taking off trying to hit him. <laughs> But I was much more concerned, why is Micah Parsons on the field in the fourth quarter of that ball game? It made no sense No, to me it did all. not. And they got very lucky. They walked out of that game and 11 wasn't hurt. Yes. And, and you, say, you say that and go, well, anytime you go on the field, you got a That's chance true. to get hurt. And look at Aaron Rodgers, four plays, he got hurt. But they had no reason to have Micah yeah. Parsons on the field. And all the Cowboy players, of all the Cowboy players – which one can you not afford to lose? Michael you can't Parsons. afford to lose yeah. Michael Parsons. You you win more ball games, I think, with Cooper Rush than you will defense without Michael Parsons. Without Michael Parsons, right? I agree, hundred percent. Now, the Jets are shopping for a backup. If you Jerry, you got three. You got Dak. You got Cooper. You got Trey Lance. Are you willing to turn over whatever you got for or gave up for Trey Lance to send him to, to New York? I don't think you do, and I don't think the Jets want Trey Lance. That's not something. What about you want. Cooper Rush? I don't think that's. I don't, I think there's better guys on the street than Cooper Rush. Really? Yeah. Really? Go get me a 45 year old McCallan brother. Over oh there. my God. Over Cooper. There's a guy named Brady floating around. Yeah. He's looking for a yeah. job someplace. Yeah, I've seen those memes, but I'm telling you, there there are guys on the street better than Cooper Rush. Come on. Yeah. Who are ready to go in and play? Yeah. No. Some, I'd rather have Colt McCoy at this point. Than Cooper Rush. Yeah. Now, Colt McCoy makes better sense in New York. 
Yeah. Because he's a older guy, he's not, gonna he's not gonna try to be the starter. No. He's a, he, he makes better yes. sense in that environment, yes. but I don't think he's better than Cooper Rush at this stage. Oh yeah, <laughs> come on. He can manage a game. Come on. He can still run and get a first down if he had to. Cooper Rush could run and get a first down if it's a third and two. <laughs> Whatever. He gets you the two. I'm telling you, there's guys on the street better than Cooper Whatever. Rush. So Jason Peters. Asking him now, he's in, he's in Seattle. When you be ready to go? You see his answer? Uh-uh. I can probably play this week. Maybe better next week. I'll probably <laughs> play this week. He said, "I got to get used to shoulder pads again," which is an interesting answer when you hear a forty-one-year-old guy who's a Hall of Famer <clears throat> talking about what it's going to take to get ready to play. Because he says, "I haven't had shoulder pads on since January." Yeah. And, and the reality about getting acclimated to having shoulder pads on again is a thing. You never really think about it. Like, oh, i got to worry about the playbook. or No, i got to worry about getting used to having shoulder pads on again. What if he's had a jock strap on since? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. But he's not wearing baby shoulder pads. He's got pretty big shoulder pads he's wearing. I could see that. It, to me, that was an intriguing answer to hear Jason Peters talk about when would you be ready to play, and part of his conversation was shoulder pads. I think I'd that differently if I'd have been Jason. What was that? I looked in the camera and winked at it and said, I had a jock on in a while. I don't think you're going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I got to used to play. <laughs> really? <laughs> Thank God no one asks you. See, why do people not ask me? That's right. No. There's this strange agent I'd have said, mm-hmm. not the shoulder pads, Jason. Go with the confinement Whatever. of the jock strap. Whatever. It's anyway. more confining. Tomorrow we got Picks of Righteousness, the final one. You got a request for a game for Picks well, of Righteousness? rock or anything like well, that. Well, I don't know. what That's why I'm asking. You got a request. Usually I'm the one that just kind of prunes through well, the list and picks I, them. I, I want to, this is your farewell. I want to pick against Notre Dame one more time. Are they playing this week? <laughs> against Slippery Rock. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Be that guy. Yeah, be that guy. Right. Really? They're fighting up in weight class this week, Notre Dame. Really? <laughs> All right. You keep joking. We'll see at the end when it's Texas and Notre Dame for that forced playoff spot. We'll see who's laughing then. That's good. Wow, boy. It's the shamrock, my friend. It's the shamrock. It's the shamrock. Whatever. Tell you, yeah. You give me a Notre Dame to pick against, and OU to pick right. against. Whatever. I'll be fine. Okay. Did you even give me SMU last week in Oklahoma? No, no, I didn't bother with yeah. that. Yeah. You didn't even give me that. That was too easy. Wow. That was too righteous. <laughs> there's some there's some games you just don't put out. You against <laughs> Oklahoma, you'd never pick Oklahoma ever. Yeah. The ponies you would always pick, unless they were playing the horns, I guess. Yeah. Or the hogs. Why would I put that on there? Oh, I'm gonna pick them against the hogs. Really? <laughs> of course. You love the hogs. I like the hogs, but I don't love them like I do SMU. Yeah, so the the horns game is on Saturday night, right? They got Lots them. Watching. Well, apparently, you know, Longhorn Lance was worried about this. You see this? Huh. He, he texted me this week and was worried that the Colorado Nebraska game had more eyes oh, on it than gosh. Texas Alabama until they released the late night numbers. Then he was back to being relieved again because, oh my God, thank God Texas beat Colorado in the ratings overnight. 
But I'm turning the game on. The game's popping on, and, and my wife's kind of, you know, she watches barely. She's doing whatever on the computer and over the top of the glasses looking at the game occasionally. <clears throat> and so it's Alabama and it's Texas, and she's an Arkansas girl. And as soon as it was Longhorns coming on, she went, do we have to watch that? And I said, it's a Horns. It's a good. It's a Horns and Bama, game of the week. She said, I don't want to watch the Horns. I said, what do you got against the Horns? She went, Horns down thing. I went, you're that still? That's you're 50 years, 60 years old, practically, yeah. and you're still that? She said, yeah, always, always hate the Horns. I went, wow, okay. So she had to watch the game anyway. It's good to be in people's heads. It, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're in her head. I'm just saying. I'm just telling you, it's good when you're in everybody's head. <laughs> they, they live in there, I guess. Anyway, there's a little place over in the corner. Just of Razorback fans and fans, tech fans. Wow. You can tell you but there's a little place over in the corner. Where Bevo lives, <laughs> I think he lives there in Bama fans' minds right now too. At this time, give him time. All yeah. right. A reminder: tomorrow morning, one more Kirk and Cody with Chop. Forward to it. Chop's been a steady hand, as they say. He's uh, he's been a great guy to have on, and like myself, he's ready to be done. <laughs> is it a great week to have Chop on? The Cowboys come off forty to nothing, and he's oh, a Cowboy yes. lover. Yes. You may want to get you some of this tomorrow at seven. Yeah, he's uh, he's going to be a very uh, man. Ooh wee. Mm. Maybe a little too sweet in here tomorrow. Yeah, it will be. All right, we're back tomorrow, 5 o'clock. We'll have our uh, picks of righteousness tomorrow. Maybe a three for Thursday. There's Never no telling. Know. You guys take care. Have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow right here on Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 107.9. <laughs>